chapter 9. When, as a pastor, one of the things that comes up all the time, I commanded in Scripture to teach the whole Bible. And uh, so one of the things that's covered in Scripture is giving. And specifically, we're talking about today, missions giving. But um, a lot of pastors kind of get uh, a little squirmish when it comes to talking finances and giving because for a long time, not necessarily um, our circle of church, but churches as a whole, religion as a whole, has been known as seeking money. Um, if you've ever watched the uh, televangelists, you know, they'll have a spot for you that you can call in or mail in a check or whatever it may be. And then you look at some of the uh, millionaire preachers that uh, are authors and have their private jets and things like that. And a lot of society views them kind of as scam artists anytime they talk about finances. Um, when it comes to giving, number one, it's, it's biblical to give. Not just finances, but of ourselves, of our time, of our energy, and things like that as well. But when it comes to missions, and we talked about this some last week, our, our role in missions as the uh, church member, our role, if God has not called us to the mission field, is to send and support others as they go to the mission field. And so I want to spend the rest of our time this morning talking about the idea of cheerful giving. Second uh, Corinthians chapter 9, look in verse number 6. The Bible says, But this I say, he which soweth sparingly shall reap also sparingly, and he which soweth bountifully shall reap also bountifully. Every man, according as he purposeth in his heart, so let him give, not grudgingly or of necessity, but, sorry, we've got a new microphone today, uh, not grudgingly or of necessity, but for God loveth a cheerful giver. Let's, let's turn off this one, and we'll just go with this one. I have to work out the kinks on this one. All right. Maybe? Good? All right. Technology is great when it works. Uh, so we're looking here this morning at not just a giver, but cheerful giver what God desires from us when it comes to our support, financial support specifically, but not just that, of missions and missionaries. Let's pray and ask for the Lord's help. God, help us. Uh, God, I pray as there's already been much distraction this morning, I pray that you would, uh, for the next several minutes, just clear us of distraction. Uh, Lord, I pray that you would help as your word is spoken and preached, that God, you would use it for your purpose, and Lord, that you would teach us and grow us and draw us closer to you. God, I pray as we present these verses this morning that I would do it clearly and that I would do it correctly. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Here we are in 2 Corinthians, and if you've been in church for any large amount of time, you've heard this verse before that God loveth a cheerful giver. Uh, you know, it's interesting because we think through different things. I don't want to get ahead of myself, but we think through different things of, of giving. And when we're looking at missions giving, we've talked about it already, the sacrifice and the faith that is involved in missions giving. The way we do our missions giving here at the church is through faith promise giving. So what we do is we say, uh, God, what do you want me to give? And God tells us, and by faith, we commit to giving what God's told us to give. And we ask God throughout the year to provide that money for us to give. It's above our extra tithes. It's above our extra offerings. We take 
love offerings. We're actually going to take one today for Katie. We take, we take up offerings for people and things like that, but this is different. This is set aside. This is separate from those things, and it is set aside for the purpose of God growing our faith, stretching our faith uh, in us, depending on him to provide the money that he has told us to commit for the missions over the next year. And so we see in this verse, these verses, I think a couple of things um, that will help us. And if we will prayerfully consider these things, I believe God will help, it, help us with it. First of all, this morning, three things about cheerful giving. Number one, give bountifully. Give bountifully. It says there in verse number six, but this I say, he which soweth sparingly shall reap also sparingly. And he which soweth bountifully shall reap also bountifully. Uh, a farmer, a legit real-life farmer, not you know the uh, guy that lives in the neighborhoods trying to farm, but the actual farmer, if you go and watch them sow seed, they're not going to put out one little seed here and one little seed there and one little seed there. They're going to put out a whole bunch of seed. Why? Because they want to have a crop come forth that produces a lot of things. You see, in the Christian life, it is also true that we should not be planting one little seed here and one little seed there, but we ought to be sowing bountifully, giving bountifully. And this goes again further than finances. If you look in your Christian life and you ask, what am I doing right now? What am I giving of myself to God? Am I giving sparingly or am I giving bountifully? Do I give a minute here and a minute there? Do I give an hour here and an hour there? Or do I give every day, every hour, every minute, every second to God? You see, as a Christian, we ought to give bountifully. Uh, if we give of ourselves to God, listen, this is important. I'm not talking about giving to people. I'm talking about giving to God. In supporting missionaries, yes, we are helping missionaries. Yes, we are sending a check to missionaries. We're not giving it to missionaries. We're giving it to God for him to use for his purposes. And our life should be the same way. We don't give of ourselves to people. We give of ourselves to God and allow him to use us to help people that are around us. And the question is, is are you giving bountifully or are you giving sparingly? Because I believe, at least from what I know of everyone here, we are at least giving some of our life to help other people. We've had a theme for two years. I have to admit, I'm excited to change it because I like, I like to change things. Uh, but we've stuck with it for, for this year as well because everything with the COVID got shut down and, and changed everything. But love thy neighbor. Are you loving your neighbor? Are you loving sparingly or are you loving bountifully? Are you giving sparingly or are you giving bountifully? When you look at missions giving, financial giving to missions... I encourage you to biblically give bountifully. Why? Because the Bible says if you give or sow sparingly, you will reap sparingly. If you sow bountifully, you will reap bountifully. God says if you give bountifully, a lot. Now, again, and I say, that, I say this every week, but I want to make sure it's clear. A lot means different things to different people. A kid giving a lot would be a dollar sometimes, right? I mean, I don't know how much you pay your kids if you pay them anything, an allowance or anything like that. But I know for my kids, when they get a dollar, they're still pretty excited about a dollar. And I'm not going to lie, I get pretty excited about a dollar too. 
But a lot means different things. Bountiful means different things to different people, right? So it's not like we should all give $1,000. That's not what I'm saying. We should all give what God tells us to give, and God will tell us to give bountifully. If God tells you to give $20 a month, I'm just throwing numbers out there. If God tells you to give $20 a month and you say, God, I understand what you're saying. I, I get it. I know what you want me to give, but I really think that at least for this month, we should just do $10. That's sparingly. You see, God desires for us to give. He tells us to give. And as we have said over and over again, when it comes to our missions giving, any giving, when it comes to our missions giving, it should be prayerful. We ask God, what do you want me to give? And we should be willing that whatever he tells us to give, because I promise you what he tells you will be bountiful. What's the purpose of giving to missions? Um, the, the main purpose is accomplishing the Great Commission. Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. That's what, that's what we're trying to accomplish. And through supporting missionaries, helping them financially and prayerfully, but financially to go in through all the different places of the world that we are not going to, to accomplish the Great Commission that God has given to us. Well, how are we going to do that if we give sparingly? You know how much money it costs to live? You should, because you live. Now, sure, it changes. It's different in different countries, and there's different amounts for different places, and size of family, and all those kinds of things. Sure, they all factor into it, but you can't give sparingly. I find it funny that people who work their lives to earn a, a living that makes them comfortable, not necessarily rich and wealthy, but comfortable living, knowing that my bills are paid and my food is on the table and clothes on my back and the house, a roof over my head. Yet when it comes to ministry, we so often think, well, why do they need that much? Well, how much would you want? <laughs> we, we so often look at other people and think, oh, well, are they using their money correctly? Are you using your money correctly? Well, do they need that kind of house? Do you need the kind of house that you have? Can't they ride a bicycle? Can't you ride a bicycle? I mean, come on. We try to pinch pennies when it comes to giving to others because we are so concerned about how they're going to use the money. Yet God says, give bountifully. If you want to reap bountifully, and we do, we want to see souls saved. We want to see churches planted. We want to see the world evangelized. And that has to do a, that's a bountiful task. And so we ought to give bountifully a good harvest does not come from small amounts of seed and so we must give bountifully number two this morning give purposefully purposefully in verse number seven it says every man according as he purposeth in his heart first of all this is not part of the outline today it's a it's another outline i've preached on these verses but who should give in verse number seven it says every man every person but according as he purposeth in his heart. It's a purposeful giving. Prayerfully on purpose. Uh, we should always, in everything that we do, go to God. Not just giving. In everything that we do, we should talk to God about it. Seek his advice and his wisdom. But prayerfully on purpose, we should give. Why give? It's important to know who we're giving to. It really is. Um, you know, it's, we shouldn't just throw our money at anybody. Well, they say that they love God, so we'll just give them money and, and hope that they mean it. 
No, it's wise to do some research, to, to learn. That's why we bring missionaries in, get a chance to know them a little bit. And uh, that's why social media is a good thing in this case, where we can, we can check them out a little bit and see what else, they, what else they do on their Mondays through Saturdays and things like that. But, you know, when we're looking at giving purposefully, we purposefully choose who we bring into the church to present. And we always have. In the early days of the church, when we first started the church, we brought in only church planting missionaries, people who were planting churches um, throughout the world, different places. We were starting our missions program as a church, and we felt that that was an important place to start. Then just a couple of years ago, we, we branched out a little. We brought in people who help church planters. Um, and we brought in uh, uh, the Heinz that work construction and help different churches and ministries and things like that. We brought in other ministries that are assisting alongside of the church. And then this year, we're, we're opening it even a little bit more, but we're doing it on purpose. We're showing variety. The fact that God does not just have one, one avenue of ministry where you've got to be married and you've got to be uh, college educated and you've got to be uh, this way and out of this place and like this, that's, there's, there's different avenues. And so we've chosen purposefully to bring in Katie and to bring in Sarah, to bring in David, who will be with us the last week of the month. We've done this all on purpose. Now, as we pray about what God would have us to do with giving, we're going to do that purposefully as well. We have been telling you now uh, for a couple weeks and for a couple years, if you've been around that long, for seven years, we've been telling you to pray about this. Seek what God has you to give and be willing to give what it is. Why should you give the amount that God tells you to give? Well, there's millions of reasons, but the, the best one is very simple because I've purposed in my heart to give what God tells me to give. It's a decision I've made that no matter the answer, I'm going to do it. Daniel purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself with the king's meat. How did things turn out for Daniel? Well, if you're a pessimist, you might say not good. <laughs> but the reality is, it turned out really good for Daniel. Yeah, he was thrown in a lion's den, but he didn't get eaten. He was actually promoted, uh, as a matter of fact, after that. He was faithful, and, he, and it, he, the reason why he was faithful is because he purposed in his heart that he would be. Now, he couldn't do it on his own, he needed a God. That's why he prayed, and God helped him. When it comes to giving to missions, we ought to give purposefully, and it starts with prayer, and then it's a decision that I make that no matter what God tells me, I'm going to do. And then I continue to pray. God, you told me that you want me to give this amount. Well, God, I don't have that amount. I need you to provide it for me. I don't know about you, but I pray even when I do have the amount. God, I need you to provide it for me. God is faithful to provide in every area that he's called you to. And whatever it is, whatever God says, if he told you to do it, he's going to make sure you have what you need to accomplish it. When we started the church, we had nothing. We didn't have a building. We didn't have chairs. We didn't have sound equipment. Uh, we didn't have, have a location. We had nothing. And it was prayer from the get-go. Lord, we need these things. You've called us to go do this work. Now we need you to provide for it. And you know what? He did. 
And every time we didn't have a building, guess what? God provided a building. When the lease ran out and it was time to find something cheaper, God provided something cheaper. When, uh, when we were looking for something and just a better location, God provided a better location. And when we were sitting there going, God, we have no idea what we're going to do. He provided so much to put us in this place. And I honestly believe it's because we as a church purposed that we were going to keep doing what God's told us to do. And he took care of us every step of the way. I firmly believe that a church's health is tied with its missions giving. I think churches who skimp on missions giving are going to struggle. Now you can say, well, there are these churches these, that aren't giving to any specific missionaries. They do give charitably, but the, you know, whatever, they're not doing it biblically or whatever, however you want to word it. You say, well, they look like they're doing okay. I'm telling you, just because it's big, it could just be swollen. Doesn't mean it's healthy. It doesn't mean it's not healthy, by the way, at the same time. But you know what? If we'll just give as God's told us to give, God will always take care of it, provide it, and do it. And as we give the missions, and it is a focal point of our church, and it always has been, I believe God will just make us healthier as a church. I've heard the stories of, oh, this church was struggling, so they stopped sending money to missionaries, and, oh, it's just the, the dagger to the, to, the, to the chest there, and they're going to be dead in no time. Uh, maybe that's true, but I do believe that as a church has opportunity to give and does not give, I believe it's disobedience, and I believe it'll, it'll cause problems. So we should give purposefully, specifically today, to missions. Then, thirdly, and lastly this morning, we should give cheerfully. You know the old saying that uh, it's better to give a gift than to receive a gift? And there are times when that's true. Uh, but I don't know about you, I like to get. I like to receive. I get excited at Christmas and my birthday and Father's Day uh, and any other day that there is a time to give me a gift. I'm excited about it. Um, even though these days I pay for my own gifts, I still like to get them. But God says that he loves a cheerful giver. Not someone who gives out of duty or responsibility. Not someone who gives sorrowfully or hesitantly. But someone who gives freely and cheerfully. Well, how, again, <laughs> when you're sacrificing, when you're giving up something that you could be using somewhere else, at least for me, it's hard to be happy about it. If I have plans for uh, uh, money, and I'm thinking I could purchase this, uh, we could go here, those kinds of things, and then all of a sudden something comes up and it's like, we have to use this money for something different. I'm always kind of like, man, we had this planned out, we had this prepared for, all those kinds of things. There are times where We'll have uh, uh, love offerings, and um, my wife has the checkbook, and I'm sitting up here, and she's sitting down there, so there's not a whole lot of communication on what we're giving, and so I'll ask, hey, what, what did we give today? And she tells me, and I think, really? They weren't that good, were they? Uh, 
I was told I wasn't allowed to buy, buy a drink at the gas station. You gave how much? Um, you know, what I've learned is that not only does God love a cheerful giver, but God rewards a cheerful giver. And when God puts it on your heart to give, you ought to give, and you should not do it uh, begrudgingly, but you should do it cheerfully. Sometimes we give on accident. My mother, one time, my dad was out of town traveling on work, and it was me and my sister, my mom in church. I would have been very young. Uh, I don't even know if I was in school yet. And so uh, mom, well, the offering plate came around, and she pulled a bill out of her wallet and put it in the offering plate and quickly realized she grabbed the wrong bill, and that left us with a lot less money for the rest of the week until dad got home. And... Uh, where she didn't chase down the offering basket and get it back. But, uh, you know, there's that accidental. That's not cheerful. That's why we give purposefully. You can give cheerfully when you give purposefully. You can give cheerfully when you give bountifully. Uh, we can do this when we give with the right heart. We can give cheerfully if we're giving with the right motives. Isaiah 58.10 says, If thou draw out thy soul to the hungry and satisfy the afflicted soul, one of the reasons we meet missionaries, we listen to them, we watch their videos, it's so our hearts can be knitted with their mission field. It's so that we're not just giving financially, but we're giving of our heart, we're invested with our heart. When we draw out our soul to the hungry and not just give food to the hungry, when we um, satisfy the afflicted soul and not just the afflicted's pocket, that's when we begin to make a difference. And honestly, that's why we can give cheerfully. Giving out of love or of a burden helps me to give cheerfully. If I am, I'll use the word emotionally, and I hope we don't take that the wrong way, but if I'm emotionally invested, it's going to help me give the right way. I don't know if you've ever met a missionary before and you've watched their video and you just went away thinking, I don't get it. I can't, I can't think of a time that's happened, but, but uh, where you're just sitting there and you're going, I just don't get it. I don't understand why they're doing this. I don't get why that place. I don't get, you know, I, I, just, I just don't get it. You're not going to be motivated to give to that. But as you listen to a missionary speak, and I go back to this, and, and I hate to point out one person, but I go back to when Mark and uh, his family were here, Tolson. They began to share with us what they were doing in China uh, with the threat of being arrested, being thrown out of the country constantly, every single day. They just began to share with us the things they were doing and how they were helping the uh, Chinese pastors and how they were starting churches and and how they had to move uh, facilities at the last second because they got word that the police were coming. And all these different things, it just, God began to work in my heart to realize the need that was there. When John and Katie Grasty came in the first time and began to present their need with Slovenia, 0.001% of the country was saved. And at first, you hear numbers anytime you're listening to missionaries, and at first it kind of went past me, and then all of a sudden I went, wait a second, 
zero one. Boy, there's a need. Now, you can argue there's a need everywhere, and there is. I would not argue with you. But when we allow our, our soul to get involved, when we're not just thinking about the dollars and the cents, but we're thinking about the people, the people that can be helped, not with water, not with shoes, not with clothes, although we're all for that, but with living water, with a covering of sin with the debt that was paid for them by Jesus Christ, all of a sudden everything changes. Now I'm willing to give bountifully. Now I'm going to give purposefully. And it's really easy to give cheerfully. You see, giving cheerfully doesn't come naturally to most people. But one of the things that can help us is knowing the end result of my giving Verse number 8, the Bible says, And God is able to make all grace abound toward you, that ye, always having all sufficiency in all things, may abound to every good work. To understand that what my giving, what God will do with my giving, ought to help me give cheerfully. And it's because I give bountifully, and it's because I give purposefully, that the end result is God using it, to make all grace abound. I'll always have sufficiency in all things. God will take care of me. And he's going to take my, honestly, it's my heart. It's not my, my money. God doesn't need my money. He has everything. But he takes my heart in giving. And he blesses it. And he multiplies it. And he grows it. And it spreads the gospel throughout the world to places that I may never get to. And if I ever get there, it's probably for a week or two at the most. To places I'll never see, to people I'll never meet. But he uses my heart in giving, my cheerful heart, to take the gospel across the world to accomplish what he's told us to do. To go you into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. It happens through my giving bountifully, purposefully, and cheerfully. And the more of us that will give bountifully, purposefully, and cheerfully, the quicker the commission is accomplished. Do you believe the Great Commission can be accomplished? I do with all my heart. Part of it, and it's not all of it, but part of it is our giving. It'll play a major role in accomplishing the Great Commission. So I encourage you today, as you pray about what God would have you to give for our missions giving this year, would you pray about giving bountifully? Would you purpose in your heart to do whatever God tells you to do? And would you be willing to give cheerfully, not begrudgingly, but cheerfully, what God has asked you to give? Lord, I pray for your help this morning. I pray as as we even now are considering what you'd have us to do with our missions giving. God, I pray that you would help us. I pray that you'd work in our lives, that our heart would be where it's supposed to be. God, that if there's sin in our lives, that we would get it taken care of, that we would seek you for forgiveness. God, if there's 
uh, things in our lives that need to be changed, standards that need to change, or um, uh, just things in our life that, that, need, that are not pleasing to you. And God, would you help us to clear those out of our lives? And God, I pray that you'd put us in the spot where we are now ready to give as you'd have us to give. And God, I pray that as we give, you'd help us to give bountifully. And I know that means different things to different people, but God, you are the God of all things. So God, would you help us to give bountifully? Lord, I pray that you'd help us to give purposefully a decision that we must make that we are going to do what you tell us to do. And God, I pray that you'd help us to give cheerfully, that we would never look at your commands, at your guidance, as something that is hard to do, but Lord, that we would understand that you are there to provide every single thing along the way. And Lord, that we can give with a cheerful heart. And Lord, I pray that you just help us to be a missions-minded church or to do what you tell us to do when in regards to missions. So help us, Lord, we simply seek your help. And we pray this in Jesus' name. With our heads bowed and our eyes closed,